And it's brilliant. I went back there in 2020, raved about it to my wife, and she's like, it's just cooking stuff on the stone. But then she came out a convert, so... Oh, Who okay. is right for marrying me? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me. a stone, baby. <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. I know Drew to do it. And he's oh, okay. already crumbled under the All pressure. Right. All right. Start again. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Community Notice Board, a podcast about... Suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and other shit. Coming of age tales. <laughs> oh, Little pause after right. everyone. I know this as well. You think, you could, you, think you could take shots at the king, but then when you're in the position, <laughs> we, uh, you crumble. The, the king has dyslexia, and so we, do the paupers. <laughs> all the subjects. All the subjects. We have oh. a very special guest. We got, we're doing something a little different. We've got a uh, comedian, uh, podcaster... <laughs> <laughs> Talented shadow striker, Jamie Kirk. Jamie Kirk. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Through. A very special guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I normally mean, that always rings pretty, you know, we every week is a special guest. This week is the co this week is, is a, that literally this week is a guest. We've had somebody drop out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so but no, we actually have a great app today because we're excited. This is gonna be a yeah. bit of a deep dive into uh, a backstory. And we talked a little bit about this. I think in the first step, but did, yeah, we're going to dive into Jamie's favorite, I guess, a favorite place that you grew up, right? I mm, mean, in terms of all absolutely. the all the places, this is Jamie's dreamland. Uh, so we, we're sort of being a bit vague. It's sort of Varsana slash the Hague. Can't believe that you can pronounce Varsana perfectly, but when it's like you know, like Pembroke in Australia, you're like what's this Pembroke? <laughs> Taramu. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. So, and the Hague is pretty Which, easy. But, and yeah. Varsenaar is a suburb of the Hague, right? Well, Varsenaar is a suburb of that like municipality, I believe, because the Hague is technically a city. All right, it's where the United Nations. Yeah, so the like, I think in Europe, there's no such the cities don't end, right? It just continues to be little suburbs until you hit another city. It's not like like Australia where it's like, oh, there's a city and then there's the outback. Yeah, I guess there's like, some like. Uh, you know, windmills and shit. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Drew has done his research. Oh, no. Hey, I got a train. <laughs> I mean, train. there is actually, there was a windmill like two streets away from me. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's totally. I got so, a train yeah. from Amsterdam to Den Haag and saw plenty of fucking canals. I believe the Vassenaar would technically be classified as like a town or a suburb. Right. right. Okay. okay. But it's uh, the big city nearby is... is, is yeah. Well, Den it's actually, Vassenaar's got a th- the special... One of many special things about it, it's a very special place is that it's equidistance between The Hague and Amsterdam. So it takes like half an hour to get to both driving from. Oh, right. Right, okay. man. It's that close to Amsterdam. God that's damn. crazy. So, yeah, that's where my dad used to work, baby. Yeah, The Hague. Uh, I love that because it always blew. I didn't understand The Hague. It's a, such a weird name for a European city, but it's. The Hedge, right? Yeah. So I love it because it's. Um, I mean, Den Haag. It's, in, in De- it's Den Haag, all that bullshit in, uh, in Dutch. But they call it the Hague, and they have. I think in France they call it whatever the hedge is in French. It just you call it whatever you want. Mm. Right. Um, but I love it because it was originally back in the 1500s or whatever. It was um, it was called Gravenhag, which is the Count's Hedge. So it was the Count's Hedge, the Count's uh, farm, sort of hunting ground. So it was called Gravenhag, and then all the locals are just like they're just like, oh, let's go down to the Hague. You know, like they're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Aussies, like let's. 
fuck off the Graven part. <laughs> Let's hit the Hag <laughs> for the Graven. Right, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to Hag Vegas for. And the Count trying to like hold onto it. Yeah. You know, did you mean Graven? <laughs> it's my Hag. Fuck off, Count. <laughs> So the hog. It's my hog. <laughs> Not my hog. You could suck my hog, dude. <laughs> so, James, when were you there? I don't think we've covered this. I was bit. there from probably, I think it was 1993 to 1999. Mm. I'm excited to tell you all the tales of growing up, which is me just individually listing various things I ate in all <laughs> what they consist of, where you're just like, so tell us a fun story. And I'm like, it's called a frickandelle. It's like a skinless sausage. <laughs> Deep fried. Well, right. you always right. you always say uh, that it's like your most favorite place growing up, and you felt really at home there. But it's like you lived down the road from an amusement park in the richest part of the Netherlands. Yeah, I, I feel didn't, like most people would be like, "That was a pretty sweet time." It's funny because, like, I didn't obviously as a seven year old, you don't realize that it's the richest part. You didn't check your privilege. I didn't check my privilege. <laughs> no, I. I saw color. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like, because it's also, um, I think it's a place, that, I think the statistic is it's like 10% expats, which is like an inordinately large amount of mm. like people settling from other countries. So like Vasana is very like expat heavy. So mm. it's just like your stones throw from running into some cunt with an American accent at yeah. all times. Like mm. so much so that it's got like. So much so of, you want to. Hit, the, hit them with the stone that you've thrown. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got one of the, like, bigger, like, American, like, import shops that you can get in that area just because so many Americans are like, where are the Pop-Tarts, you know? Like, yeah, right, that sort right, of right. stuff. But, like, you don't realise because it. I guess it would be, kind of be like any, like, ultra elite rich person suburb in that like the truly rich people live in these like fuck off like protected places. Like, mm. we mm. just, we lived in a nice house growing up. It was like... Well, it has, it's has a parallel with fucking Gangnam, the suburb in South Korea, in that they've both had satirical songs written. So there's Gangnam style, obviously. And then there's one in the 90s just called Vasana by this, like, weird duo, like this rap duo. A right. Dutch rap duo? Mm, yeah. Is it, do you have any other lyrics or anything? You, you'd think I would have. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, i got to save my data. I can't <laughs> click that one. I'll get back to the rich person stuff in a minute. But, like, I remember... Uh, there was, I thought this was Adam Sandler because you know how Adam Sandler did like parody songs and stuff mm -hmm. after he like left SNL and he's got those great albums that are so funny mm. still. And like, I thought until maybe like two years ago that Adam Sandler wrote this parody song called Fuck the Macarena, which was like huge in Holland. It's like a full Berenstain Bears effect thing where I was just like, yep, Adam Sandler wrote a parody song called Fuck the Macarena. The same way you think like Weird Al writes every parody song yeah, you download yeah, yeah, off yeah, LimeWire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because I remember like our school bus driver like was replaced for like a week by a real like Otto from the Simpsons bus driver who was just like, hey, how's it going? Like putting I in- you were like, going to say it was Chris Farley. Yeah, it was Chris <laughs> Farley. <laughs> and he was putting in CDs where like people are, did like rude language because like the buses to our- school in holland weren't like um the regular buses that you share with other schools it was like privatized like mini coaches or big coaches depending on how many people you were picking up right. so like everyone yeah. right. stretch limo to school <laughs> and james like i didn't realize we were that rich sometimes when i was feeling peckish after school i just went down to the mcdonald's in my basement <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but there's but, like, they were full, but it was all people from your school. So you never had to be like, oh, I'm going to... But you would never be like, oh, I'm going to have to stand on the bus because I'm the last stop and I'm going to be surrounded by people who throw stuff at me and be mean to me. Yeah. This happened to all of you guys, I assume. No, not really. Oh, just but me we, then? Um, no. <laughs> what are you, so you're standing on the 
No, no, like stand like in Australia on a school bus, we had to like stand up and stuff. Like oh, you right. No, bus. my nan drove me to school. Oh, yeah. No, we had our own school buses in Newcastle, and it was like only my school would get on. But it was like once you're on, it was Lord of the Flies. Yeah, like, yeah. It yeah. was a lot of yeah. like turmoil in the seat. But yeah, but I, I th- so this bus driver used to play this song called "Fuck the Macarena." <laughs> And, like, I remembered it being this Adam Sandler song for so many years. And the one lyric that stuck with me was, like, it's the first one. Because, obviously, the original, they sing in Spanish, right? It's like... But in this one, he's like, oh, all the girls... Obviously, the original, they sing in Spanish. Well, because it's by Los Del Rio. Like, it's a Spanish song, Macarena. Oh, I thought you meant the Adam Sandler version. No, 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 no. no. Obviously, he recorded it in Spanish. Mm. (laughs) So, the 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 line is, like... uh, all the girls, they call me macaroni. All the girls say my dick's so bony. And, like, when you're, like, Sick. seven and a bus driver's playing that, you're like, this is fucking genius. Oh, like, yeah. I want to be a comic when I grow up. <laughs> I'm know? going to school tomorrow. But, like, it's me. not him. It's not Adam Sandler. Like, I looked for it when we started this podcast because I was like, oh, I'll look up the Adam Sandler song. So I got it for straight. It's some, like, Dutch happy yeah. hardcore song that, like, does that. But then it's, like, it does, like, fuck the macarena and then does, like, full club Dutch, like... So you were f- fooled by the title of an MP3 because it said Adam Sandler, even though it was in probably COD English, and it was like... It didn't even and- say Adam Sandler. I think the bus driver told us it was Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> so we was like, yeah, sick. This guy rules. Oh, man. That's fucked. But, yeah, it was, a, it was an affluent place, but, like, where we... Like, our street was kind of just, like, rows of townhouses that were nice, but, like, not, like, insane. But mm. you could go further in... And that, like, because one of our neighbors um, did quite well for himself while we were living and moved out into a bigger house. And we visited his new house. And he was just like, yep, there's a bowling alley. Like, there's the oh, indoor fuck. pool, like, uh, heated at all times. And you're just like, motherfucker. Like, you just didn't, just didn't know. Yeah. That's, because uh, I saw that there's a lot of, like, I think the royal family and shit live around there. Yeah. A lot of, a lot I, of celebs, I, I think. about the royal family. Oh, there you are. Right. Okay. A lot of celebs live there. I mean, I think I mentioned this on the... A bowling alley, by the way, in your house, that is either total trash or, like, the richest thing. Like, you're either living above a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you want to yeah, check yeah. out the bowling alley? Yeah, there's a weird thing with Dutch bowling, too, though. I don't think I've ever seen at any other, like, bowling alley since. Uh, swap your shoes out for clogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but it's, like, because obviously there are real bowling alleys there, and you're like, oh, bowling. And then there's one, I remember someone being like, let's go bowling. It's a bowling party. And, like... We took us there, and the lanes are, like, the same size, but all the pins are attached to string, and the ball you can hold in your hand. Like, it's a light shot put, and you just kind of have to throw it down there and try and knock them off the strings, which becomes a lot harder because the strings hold them up. And apparently that's, like, just a thing. Like, so you'd have to clarify which bowling you're going to. So they call them both bowling. Mm -hmm. Man, that's confusing. And so, hold on, the strings, like, does someone back... Stage like a marionette puppet, like pulling the pins up. Like no, that. it's all like uh, automated, like right. the same way the bowling is. It's just they're attached to strings. It's weird. That's so weird. Yeah. What kind of uh, bowling alley did the guy have at his house? A uh, regular, okay. I believe. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got two options: string, weird <laughs> shot put style, or regular. <laughs> I'm gonna go with regular. I um, yeah, I found. Oh, so you you had something in the royal family? Uh, I do. Yeah, I was gonna just point out. Um, to everybody's shock and amazement that the current queen of the Netherlands lives there, but you fucking cut my grass on that <laughs> one. Um, and this chick, I don't know, because like everyone knows Queen Beatrice was like the previous queen. I think she was like the most famous of yeah, the Yeah, she Dutch was on royalty. a couple of episodes ago. And, um, was she? Queen B. 
Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) But this new queen, Queen Maxima, I think since 2013. Oh, that's an upgrade. And she's uh, (laughs) like a Honda or something. (laughs) Sounds like a Japanese RPG villain. Four-door queen. Uh, She's a fucking hot. She's a smoke show, by the way. (laughs) Is she really? How old is she? Oh, my Lord. She'd be like... I'd guess like early forties. Oh, hold on, she's the marriage. So she's, she's the married queen to regent. The king. She's the Prince Philip of the yes. king. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. But her title is queen. Yeah, apparently Queen Maxima, and um, she basically she like kind of she worked in marketing and met the king just like in Spain. She was on holiday at uh, the Seville um, Spring Fair, and apparently like he just introduced himself as Alexander. And, she, and they hit it off, and then like a, a bit later, he reveals he's the prince, like uh, the prince at the time. And she's like, she doesn't oh, believe him. Two weeks later, they meet up in New York. It's it's rom com shit. Like, yeah, it's that, like the that fucking to, the um, prince and me, uh, princess here, the the Danish um, yeah, prince Mary. Yeah. yeah, she was. I think she was like a marketing chick, and he was over here for the Olympics. And Prince, I think Frederick or whatever, he wasn't the king at the time. He was just a prince. I don't even know if he's king now, but he was the first, he was the next in line, and, and they just run into each other at a bar. And she's this like suave Danish guy's like, oh, you know, I'm the prince of Denmark. And she's like, yeah, right, yeah, can't, you know, it's crazy. And like, it fucking was just a random chick. That's happened twice. Like that that's seems like it shouldn't. Yeah, uh, one, I don't, like I'd like to see this order of that because that's one of them's copying the other one you know like, <laughs> the, it's like this danish guy like uh, we're over here resorting to things like nagging which <laughs> we did so much um so yeah two weeks later they meet again in new york they hit it off um he uh, he proposes to her on ice skates which I, I liked because he's a talented speed skater and apparently that's huge. In, yeah, uh, in the yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. He doesn't need to impress it. Anymore, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, dude, you can just pull the fucking dude. ring out in the drive-thru yeah. of a market. I feel like you've <laughs> exactly. done all right. You can, man. She's man, not turning you down. You can, you can wear Dunlop volleys if <laughs> yeah. you want. You don't have to bust out the speed skates. Um, and they get married, right? But her parents don't attend the wedding. Um, for oh, a pretty for a pretty man. interesting reason. This gone, is dead. This bowling. is a true spec script. I feel like you're just going <laughs> off the rails right now. <laughs> Mary, for, for Mary. an interesting reason, a handsome man you didn't drew his penis drags behind it because it's four meters long. <laughs> drew speed skates up and skates ice in their face. Like, hey loser, what are you doing with this guy? I'm the real fucking king of this. Gets ice his room. dick out and the ice breaks. <laughs> um, so this this uh, woman's original from Argentina mm. and turns out that her father Nazi close served <laughs> as a <laughs> man you don't even want to be close right? <laughs> yeah. served as a um, cabinet minister during what's called the national reorganization process which was the dictatorship from 1976 to 1983 the junta, right? so he was yeah. so yeah, it yeah, is it was, actually close yes yeah exactly Fuck. and basically so during that time that stretch of I think seven years an estimated 10,000 to 30,000 people were either murdered or disappeared. And this guy was in the government. Uh, so then the, like the Dutch, it's like Latin American expert, some academic held an inquiry, which concluded that he, while he probably wasn't directly involved, he almost certainly knew, <laughs> like, knew about it, of course, which is like, you're in the government, you get yeah, a memo yeah, yeah. every now and then. Like, this no, kind of, no one of this kind of turned up the wedding. It said the address was at The Hague. He's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm turning up to that one. They, they don't really like me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got something on, I think. Yeah, if uh, I didn't turn up for the free car I won there last month, <laughs> I'm going to come to this wedding. He's eventually not invited. And, uh, and the mum just basically stands by a man and says, well, if he's not going, I'm not going. And, uh, and yeah, that's them. And now she fucking lives in Varsana. Your, your name. Wow. I could probably see her out getting groceries and stuff. God oh, damn. totally. Yeah, but like fucking, 
you know, like I've heard of some nightmare in laws before. <laughs> like, everyone's got a Listen, war crime down, in the closet. Uh, I want to tell you my dad. He's an Argentinian <laughs> war criminal. Yeah. I once dated a girl whose dad was a. Uh, in the like a bikey gang, and I was terrified of this guy. <laughs> oh, you know, he didn't disappear ten thousand fucking people. Never yeah, rules. national reorganization campaign. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, sounds a little bit. Cruel. <laughs> yeah, there's no real way to you know uh, gussy that name up. Um, should we do this fucking shot? By the way, yeah, yeah, let's oh, do it. Oh yeah, so we just do. We want to say. Do we want to put the long lead on? It no, and try and make it work. No, I mean no. it's basically uh, me and my girlfriend made this kumquat liqueur from our kumquat. Do you tree. just smash it or do you? Yeah. Sip it? I think it's just a fucking. I'm it's just sipping. a bit of European. Ooh, that's nice. Is Ooh, right? citrusy. Ooh, good. Yeah, that's I really like good. it. That's nice, eh? Mm. Oh, that's fucking. Yeah, that's heartburn in a glass for me. That is a beauty. Gonna be frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Four five minutes in, just mainline and next thing. Yeah, Drew's like, at least I got out my queen story. Oh, well, <laughs> fucking yeah, chopping up and snorting my lanta. I um. I yeah, so I was looking into the Hague because the Hague is just like so. It's almost like a punch. I knew about the Hague as like the punchline of where criminal cr- war criminals yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But it's um, it's got all sorts of criminal tribunals. I think it was. I tried to find the real backstory. It just seemed like one of those things that the, that uh, it was the royal. It was sort of like the capital of the Netherlands. From a, it was like the Canberra, not the big city, but the you know where a lot of the embassies and stuff were. Yep. And then it was like we're gonna have this. Uh, criminal tribunal at some point and I oh, was doing it at the Hague and then that just sort of oh well we did it that at the Hague let's just you know. so there's all these international courts of justice and, and I've, criminal um, courts I've been there by the way to the Hague <laughs> what did you do mate? <laughs> <laughs> you were dragged there <laughs> during driving charges I just all the way to the top <laughs> put my appeal into the ICC for the yeah. fucking cop that pulled me over I'm representing myself <laughs> at the Hague yeah. well um, I went there and like it was just when I was on exchange because I did exchange in uh, Maastricht in in the Netherlands for about a month, and it was like uh, kind of it was basically like a law course, and so we all had to go there. And the during it, we like sat in while one of the fucking Serbian war criminals from the Bosnian War was like right fucking there, and I couldn't remember which one it was. I thought it was that Radic dude. Then I looked it up, and I don't think the timelines, but it was whoever was getting tried around two thousand eleven. Well, so. The international, so there's the International Court of Justice and the international, then there's the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia. Like they set up their own court mm. for that. They had 160 people on trial. Fuck. It started in 1993 and it only finished in 2017. Shit. 160 guys wow. got dragged in front. And um, just, that one guy killed himself. Yeah, there. so that's, that's what I was going to say. So there's like, uh, there's... You know, Slobodan Milosevic was the big name. He actually died before his trial, so he was never charged, like never found guilty. And actually sort of was broadly exonerated after. Everyone sort of paints him as the bad guy, but he was like a bad guy. But the actual bad, bad dudes were um, like Mladic and stuff. People actually pulling the fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Serbian. That was one one of my dad's big bits when I was growing up. He'd always be like, you know, I didn't want to call you Andrew. We had... Big fights with your mum. I wanted to call you Slobodan. She <laughs> she put the foot down. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Every oh, generation of comedian. A bit. Yeah. Um, but the bit the, the the it was actually a Croat, the Bosnian Croat, not a Serb. Uh, Slobodan um, Proljak. He uh, this is only a couple. Of, this is like so it dissolved in December 2017. This was in November 2017, and it just dissolved because they ran out of people. So he was just literally one of the last people that they dragged in front of the court. And they got sentenced to war crimes. I think he got 20 years in jail. 
and during the pronouncement, he basically said, he addressed the judges, said, Judges, Slobodan Preljak is not a war criminal with disdain. I reject your verdict. And then just, just shot at a fucking bunch of poison. That's crazy. And just dropped dead effectively right there and then. That is a cool way to go out, it's, though. Man, it's I mean, he waited until literally the sentencing. Like, like, you are exclamation pointing your life. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It I is. remember when it happened because, like, there was the video and stuff and it's crazy to watch, but I, I haven't like, So you think I'll get out of this? They're like, no, you're next. <laughs> Did, do they know how he smuggled the poison in? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't get to that, but, I mean, it, it's like a, you know, it's not like a gun where it's like you could easily just have that in your fucking yeah. sock or yeah, something, yeah, no yeah. metal detectors or whatever, but... Um, I don't know if he had help or not, but it's in, you know, the net. So I, I assume that he just did it. And yeah, I mean, imagine if he was like, they're like, not guilty. And he's like, I reject it. Hold on. What was that one? But yeah, so that, that was crazy. That was, um, but I had another thing from uh, this, this, uh, this is one of my favorite things. Um, another court that they put, they put together is the, Iran United States Claims Tribunal. So when the Iran hostage crisis happened, USA and the Iran governments just cut off all ties. They're like, we can't communicate anymore. You know, we're not having diplomats. There's no embassies. We're, we're fucked. So then they people mediated and said, all right, we're going to have some sort of like tribunal where uh, every claim made by a company, let's say a company is McDonald's or whatever, like we've got all this land in Iran that Iranian government even pay us for it or whatever. And so they'd have these cases. And it went for a long time. But uh, th- there was comprised of three American judges, three Iranians, and three neutral judges. When it started, two were from Sweden, one was from the Netherlands. And so they would go through all these cases. But then at one point, uh, the Iranians got real mad about the Swedish judge because they thought he was uh, biased. <laughs> so during one of... This is this is a fucking international court, one of the biggest courts in the... It's the only way Iran and the US are... Uh, debating with yeah. each other a, a huge thing uh, during one of the sittings when judge nils mangard of sweden walked in judges kashani and judges shafai of iran sprung from their seats grabbed him by the collar twisted his arm behind his back and began pounding on him <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my literally God. put him in a hammerlock and started bashing him wwe the style. other judges the other judges oh, dude, the two so iranian funny. judges uh, grabbed him and beat the shit out. I mean, they didn't cause any math. They just literally yeah. like pummeled him <laughs> like a fucking cartoon and they had to pull him, pull him oh, off and then rules. they just, the, the presiding judge or someone was like, all right, we're going to shut down court for the day. And then... Uh, awkward break room at lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> so Lagerin says, uh, one of the guys says that it came after months of pent-up frustration among the Iranians and uh, two days later, Kashani, one of the Iranian judges, threatened to kill Mangard, said, if Mangard ever dares to enter the tribunal chamber again, either his corpse or my corpse will leave it rolling down the stairs. Fuck yes. It's <laughs> just so badass. And then basically they didn't know what to do because there was no international law on how to deal with an assault by effectively two people with uh you know uh, diplomatic immunity so they did nothing happened they just went uh oh, we can't arrest him can't, there's yeah. no cops to have no jurisdiction here yeah. so no one knew what to do for weeks man and they, they just, had to basically they, mediate on how to get these two judges to leave and to, to yeah. resolve it they're just like hand nils like the business card of a boxing trainer you gotta get your fucking yeah your ground <laughs> you defense happening you gotta work that turn out work the speed bag watch man. some fucking rogan clips or something um i got i got two reviews of the icc the international criminal court 
and there were <laughs> not guilty <laughs> by two Iranian guys. Yeah. Like, there were one of them. I think is Iranian. If my knowledge of their weird script is in any way accurate, no weird way. script. Well, I can't read the guy's name because it's in Arabic or or Persian. I can't. You know, I'm not a fucking linguist. Uh, but this is there's plenty of like reviews which are all there's a lot of like hate towards one particular judge which I suspect is very racist because she's like I think the one Gambian judge on the fucking wow. you know the whole organization but these two just popped up because a lot of them are quite detailed and people obviously like this is biased and blah 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 and you this is a lot of like this is anti-Semitic or this is anti-Iranian this is anti-American and then so Jordan's the first guy uh, one star. I ordered a burger, but they gave me a side of hypocrisy. Hey. <laughs> Is that Jordan the country? <laughs> foreign, foreign minister Fucking is like, well, Love someone it. turning a bad Lunig cartoon. Into <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, one side of hypocrisy. Uh, and, then, and then four months prior to that, this other bloke, one star, I ordered fries, but they came with extra hypocrisy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Fuck. That <laughs> is so good. Get a man, new fucking who is, shtick. Who is like, who is like, you know, I got a bad judgment of the International Court of Justice. I know what I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> going to get one star. <laughs> and I'm going to make it seem like it's a fast food restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to like do a scathing thing about human rights. I'm just going to be like, ah, oh, I went to McDonald's and they forgot my hypocrisy. My uncle used to work as a diplomat in The Hague. Uh, I'm not sure if he still does. Uh, he rules though. He's yeah. my dad's younger brother, and he hell of a left hook on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no Iranian judge. His order at McDonald's hold the hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> he rules. He's just like he's a loose unit. But his wife is this Siberian woman called Ilsa, and she can lay like, out drink absolutely anyone I know in like a team even Sick. probably. Oh. And so I went to visit them when I was 19 when they were living in Den Haag and uh, I stayed at their place and like, you know, the your two interests pull you away because like I had a cousin who's a bit younger than me, like a couple of years and he's like, maybe 17, 16. He's like, want to play Wii with me? And then, like, my auntie else is like, want to drink vodka? And I'm just like, oh, no! What'd you do? I I drank the vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she was also like, at that point, you know, you're 19, you've been hiding smoking cigarettes from your parents for, like, two years. They're just doing it at the dining room table after dinner, and I'm just, like, slowly pulling it out, being like, and they're like, yeah, just get it out, man, you know. <laughs> and so I just, like, smoke with her and she's just like, so a dinner, like, a, a dinner, a family dinner that takes, like, half an hour. Like, this, because this is a weeknight dinner for them because, like, you know, mm. the kids have got school in the morning. They've got to work. But I, I think Tim taking the day off to, like, take me around and stuff. But it is, for all intents and purposes, a weeknight dinner. Like, you know, 40 minutes. She's fed me six beers. She has probably had a bad yeah. six beers. Yeah, yeah. Like just <laughs> on, nursing on you like lap. a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drink up, young Jay. And essentially, like, the amount I have in this beer right now, which is probably about a third. Like, if I take one more sip out of that, she'd be round like, oh, like a yeah, hawk yeah, putting fuck. another one down. And meanwhile, she's probably drinking 1.5 to 2 for every one I drink. Holy I'm 19. Fuck. I'm already like, this is pretty fun. And she's just fine. Yeah. Then brings out, like, the vodka. Is she a sturdy lady? No, she's like normal, like just like a normal sized person, right. and like just puts it away. Hell yeah. Smokes like, and 
just, I guess it's the Siberian in her, but she's just so blunt. So that was when I was 19 and I got married at some age. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> what age I was you were, when I got married. Maybe 29, 30. You it was 2017. 30, I would have been 31. 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 31. So I hadn't seen her for 12-ish years, mm. I reckon, in person. Like, kept up on social media and stuff. And, you know, since then I discovered comedy and what drinking beer every night could truly do to a man's body. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the wedding suit I had, I, I was concerned about the size of it when I got it because I was like, my mom's like, oh, but you can, like, you know, exercise and eat healthy in the time. It's pretty tight now. But by the time you get there, and I was like, it's going to be the exact opposite thing. <laughs> Maybe we should go the size yeah. up. But the size we're up. We're going to need to reinforce these buttons. Yeah, yeah. But the size up looked, like, fucking, like, ridiculous. Like, it was too big <laughs> yeah. at the time. The kilo nail of the NBA <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Should have gone with that one. Because, like, the whole time, like, you know, the stones like, poking out. And so the first thing, like, she says to me, when after like 12 years, she's like, Jamie, congratulations. And then she pinches her thumb and index finger like at the belly button underneath and she just goes, you have got fat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my Lord. On my wedding day, <laughs> a cigarette in her mouth. Oh. And I was like, yes, this woman rules. <laughs> I sit feel, on my I've, lap. Uh, I Let feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh. that's great. So, she, so, so Russian, Siberia, Russian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she knows, she knows how knows to do Knows a way around some fucking... Some I got role. a... Um, I got a landmark. This is uh, a landmark in Den Haag yeah. called the, I don't know if you've been there, the Apparent Dead House. <laughs> no, I don't think I have. So this used to be a thing apparently, um, but this is like one of the last standing ones that, you know, that hasn't been demolished since when, you know, whenever they were popular. Um, it's located in the Kirkhoflan Cemetery. That's built, my name. Oh. B- built in, um, doesn't that mean church? Kirk means church, right. yes. Hell yeah, Jamie Church. And fucking <laughs> oh, hell! No <laughs> guess, and this guy's going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> and edit point. Jamie. So it's built in 1830, and uh, by a city architect. So it's with, it's within the within the graveyard, and it's originally used to basically house the recently dead. Yeah, and it's called the apparent dead house because medicine wasn't advanced enough. So they didn't know if you were actually dead. Oh, see. So it's like, th- we think this guy's dead. You know, he hasn't fucking opened his eyes. figured out how to check a pulse yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, they basically, they would, they would move them into the central room and attendants would check them for signs of life for a couple of days after their apparent death. So these guys were professional death watchers, they were called. And, uh, and they would place feathers and mirrors in front of the corpse's face to check for breath. Like just to see if they started breathing, <laughs> yeah. start tickling. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but my favorite was one of the th- things they did was um, uh, the bodies would would be attached to an elaborate system of strings and bells so that any movement would be immediately detected. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> yeah, so they're just rigging them up like a fucking Rube Goldberg machine, uh, just Dutch like, 10 pin bowling alley or something. Yeah, 
But, but man, you know how, like, imagine having a huge bender and waking up in the apparent dead house and be like, I've got to make some changes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can I get a glass of water in here? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, man. It oh, is just great to hear about these places because, like, you know, growing up there, leaving at 13 and you're like the dead house. I'm yeah, like, you could have gone to the dead yeah, house. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, the, I know the toy shop where I bought my first Tamagotchi. It sounds like, <laughs> like it's probably like the same sort of setup. I, you fucking imagine day one it being a death watcher and they're like posting out the front like, if it starts to look like an okay go film clip in there, you know, give us a <laughs> shout. Well, yeah, you get in there and it's just the treadmill one instead. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, did you... Oh, fuck you. No, I've, I lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> no, I, I did not. I completely lost it. Jesus Christ. Come on, James. You've got it. You've mm. got it. Okay, go. Do we ever tell the story t- about... Tamagotchi. Do we ever... <laughs> Did we ever tell the story on here about? I think we did. Did we ever tell the story about here about about the banana show that and we figured out? Yeah, yes, 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 we did. We yes, did. Damn, that could have eaten up a good ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, uh, fucking what did I have? Oh yeah, I got something about uh, nearby. This uh, I only I only want to do this because I love Drew. Drew loves monkeys. <laughs> but this oh, is Rotterdam Zoo, which is oh, Rotterdam, Rotterdam Zoo is great. It's only near, right nearby, right? I yeah. mean, like it's it's not the hey, it's the next city along the corridor. Yeah, right? well, Rotterdam's on the water because it's like a famous like docking city. Yeah, yeah, not in like a penis to penis. Like, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to clarify, not the more common uh, known. Oh, that, docking. that's what I was going to mention. Den Haag also has like I think like the second major red light district in that area. Cause like everyone knows that Amsterdam, Amsterdam right. is the one that you go to, but the, the Hague has its own pretty substantial one. Why are the Netherlands so weird? Like sexual? Is there some reason? So weird. You well, mean not free? Weird, free. Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe you're weird. It didn't look yeah, free no, to me. Sure. I'm just fucking ladies in like a big, Cardboard box, yeah, cardboard I have box. A, a glass, but box. it's all like tourist. Like a lot of that stuff is all like tourist bullshit. Whereas, like you know, you bring it up well, and everyone's. But like, also like weed cookies and shit. Like it's pretty liberal. Yeah. In that surely it goes back to. Like, yeah, I love having. Surely we could have looked this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love going to hall and having a terrible time on weed, and like that's the one time I pretend I'm a good weed smoker, and then just fucking. I went there with my wife and good friend of ours, Ben Squires, and like. Why is he in the Netherlands with you? Uh, he was there just like he was in Germany and he came for right, a day. Cool. And, like I didn't ruin his day. But like very early on, we went to a coffee shop and we we're just down there. And you know, like I smoke cigarettes. So I'm like, yeah, there's nothing, you know. And then I'm just fucked. Like immediately walking out of this basement with like a ladder that you had to climb up to get back up. And both my wife and our friend Ben are just like, eh, it's pretty weak weed. And I'm just like, <laughs> really? Yeah, me too. Can we stop <laughs> with some water, please? And then Amy like, was cop- it was doing it better than you. Yeah, and I was trying to hide it. I'm. She might listen to this and be like, "Wow," but like I thought it was pretty obvious because like I found like this bar where you could play like arcade games. And we went there, and then like I'm just sitting there, and they're like, "Do you want to play any arcade games?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. Just have a drinks, fine, you know." Like, and then. Just internally melting down. Yeah, I actually have another good story about weed in Amsterdam. Uh, that I think I've told you before. Okay. That, but I haven't mentioned on the pod. It's about my mate, uh, my mate Matt. Love him to death. But he is a guy that, uh, in high school, thought he was cooler than me and my friends, even though he hung mm. out with us. But he was like, I, I'm kind of the social chameleon. Like I hang out with the cool guys. I hang out with you guys too. Like, right. And he would like very often and very patronizingly say to me and my simple friend Davis, like, I know you guys look up to me. And we'd be like, you're tall, 
<laughs> that's it. Like, oh, yeah. This is a guy I met at the Aurora Hotel that one time. Yeah, yeah. Love, yeah. Lovely guy. The nicest guy in the world. But just like at that time, had a bit of a chip on his shoulder about how popular he was. I was keen to like <laughs> show how popular he was. He was working in this... Uh, He's working in the surf store in Castle Towers. I'm not sure if it still exists, so I won't name it. Um, but he was working there. So he met all these people. And, like, you know, like these places, they, they have, like, a dead shit boss who seems really cool when you're 17, 18 because he's, like, he's 35 and he's got a million dollars and he owns a place and he gives us beers every weekend. Yeah, he has on his weird cam- <laughs> Yeah, on his weird compound. His wife's strangely young, you know, like yeah. that sort of stuff. And they're, like, I, man, this guy sounds cool. Yeah, he's just one of the guys. And so... Uh, he met all these people working there as well. And he was like, yeah, do you mind if I bring down the the crew from this store? And he'd be like, yeah, whatever, man. The surf shop in Castle Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Surf's up, man. But you buy like puka shell necklaces. <laughs> Even that time, like they're going out of date. But uh, so we went to Europe in 2009. And uh, it was the guys I went with their first jaunt around Europe. And mm, so love a jaunt. Yeah. So we we are having a ball. We went to so many great places. We went to a pizza in the off season. So we got there. <laughs> we're like in a cab. Like it's New Year's Eve and a pizza. Where are we going? And the guy's like Tapache. It's literally the only place open. Oh, man. We went there. Cause, you lined up behind tumbleweeds. Oh man, it, it fucking sucked because like I I'm not a drug guy, but like and my friends weren't really at the time, but they were just because like. A bottle of thin water. In, like, like, yeah, know. but like a bottle of water costs like $14 and a beer costs $28. So they're like, Jeez. I guess we're going to have to start doing ecstasy. Fucking and, hell. Uh, but yeah, we went all around and we went to um, we went to Amsterdam. And we're talking about like, oh, we could smoke some weed, chill out, like check out the red light districts and stuff. And my friend Matt is like, oh, my friend uh, Ricky Ricardo. Who I know from the the, uh, the surf store. This sounds like a Happy Days character. Yeah, 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 yeah. He always hits the jukebox. <laughs> hey, bring me the Bring me the Horizon. Starts playing. Castle Towers. <laughs> hey, hey, General Pensko, what's going on? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, like yeah, my man Ricky Ricardo. You guys love him. He's so cool. Like he's kind of like one of my friends. Yeah. From, uh, Just say Ricky. Place. Like no yeah, one yeah, needs yeah, to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that was his stupid fucking yeah. nickname. I'm looking or forward to this holiday. Little R and R. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Let's edit that into the other joke, into yeah. the Kirk Church joke. Maybe let's maybe let's just finish the cut out to the music here. And just like it didn't get Working any better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's like he's going on about it. He's like Ricky Ricardo. He's like he lives in Europe now, or he's on exchange there for a little bit. He's gonna come party with us at Amsterdam. Man, you guys haven't partied till you've partied with me and Ricky Ricardo, and we're like okay. Fine, <laughs> and so we go to this. We go to this coffee shop. Keep us with that bottle. We go to this coffee shop, and it's it's a pretty famous one. I think. Uh, I mean, people can look it up, but it's one where like there's a cat that's constantly in on the windowsill out the front, so you can see like a cat when you you go in, and it it's right in the middle of Amsterdam, and so we go in, and you know I'm sensible, always have been, mm-hmm. always will be. And I go up and I'm like, hey. Is that cat microchipped? Actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, has he been new to the space? Uh, so I go up and I'm like, hey, like, uh, can I get some weed? Can I get some marijuana? One duty, please. <laughs> do you know when Ricky yeah. Ricardo is going to be yeah. here? Uh, I don't know, do my hair before he does. I'd like to toke on a marijuana <laughs> cigarette, please. No, I was just like, I just said to them, like, hey, man, I don't smoke much weed. Like, just something that will, like, get me giggly, you know, with mm-hmm. my girls. 
And like my friend Jake was like, yep, same. My simple friend Davis was like, I've heard about it. I'll do the space cake. And they were like, okay, this is the cake. Have a quarter of it, Max. See how you feel. And my mate Matt, who's meeting Ricky Ricardo, bragging about it, looks at the menu and he goes, I'll have the Purple Haze because he recognizes it as a Jimi Hendrix song. Yes. Thinks it's really cool. It's the strongest one of on course. the menu. Hendrix used to play guitar with an acid tab yeah, in yeah. his fucking headband. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. assuming Purple Haze is probably not up to Matt White's standards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and Jake got the Sometimes I Run by Britney Spears. <laughs> 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 so they gave it – and so like uh, – have you been to Amsterdam before? No, no. So that no. when you buy weed, they give you like these little test tubes to keep like the the joint in mm. if you can't roll them yourself, which obviously we could not. Mm. And so I started smoking with Jake and we're like having a great time. Like we're like, and it's packed as well, I should mention. So we've like been shoehorned right to where this windowsill with the cat is, right in like a little corner. The four of us are standing there. There's not much you could do. And also that's the only area that you could smoke cigarettes because – Coffee shops have a weird thing where you can't smoke cigarettes even though you can smoke weed because tobacco is bad for you. Um, Just bloody go- big government. I know. Big it's ridiculous. Be- Beatrice and an Argentinian yeah. fucking... <laughs> Nationalist dis- uh, yeah. party. Yeah, National yeah, yeah, Socialist yeah. Party. And <laughs> so we're uh, having a great old time late talking. Davis has shoveled in a quarter of a space cake. He's waited like two and a half minutes before deciding that it hasn't worked. So he has the second quarter. Yeah. And, uh, that is a rookie error. Matt takes a big old hit of purple haze and goes completely white and just just stops talking for like 15 minutes. It is fucking putting him on a stretcher and taking him through the assumed dead palace. Yeah, you can see the bartender fitting little bells on him. And uh, so... He goes, like, completely white. We don't notice because we're, like, giggling. We're talking about, like, Final Fantasy and stuff. Oh, and then, like, ten minutes later, like, Davis, who's still fine because the space cake still hasn't hit him, was like, this space cake's not very powerful. How are you guys going? We're like, we're pretty high. And we're like, Matt, how are you going? He's like, oh, And, like, man. he's got that. You know when you can tell someone's about to vomit because, like, they're, like, dribbling a little? Mm. <laughs> he had that. And, oh. like, so I turn to my friends and I'm like, I think Matt is going to be sick and I think we need to get him out of here. And they're like, but we've still got all this weed. And then, and like, apparently this Ricky Ricardo guy is coming. So I'm like, <laughs> this yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Matt, do you need to leave? And he's like, like saying no, essentially. Uh, and but he can't like, string a, a big, fucking big fucking He's boy. a big unit. So I'm yeah, picturing yeah. like the the ogre that gets into the bathroom of Hogwarts in the Harry Potter movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. And, uh. So, like, you know, like, two minutes passes, and we're, like, now, like, Matt's mood has soured our high into that paranoid you can only get when you've smoked weed, where you're, like, I think they've noticed, and they've probably called the cops who are going to come raid this place even though it's completely legal. Yeah. Like, this is you're the logic dragged to the fucking ICC. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's only a matter of time before we're, like, I'm not Argentinian. <laughs> and so Matt looks worse for wear and then just... Projectile vomits everywhere, oh. like while standing completely still. That's a problem with weed is that you're not vomiting up the grog or that, like it's in your lungs. Like mm. it's not, I don't know if that actually stops you yeah. being high really, right? Yeah. So we think it gets on the cat, which <laughs> we're not sure if it's a real cat or, it's an, a famous ana- cat. or an animatronic cat at this point. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you don't know if it's My argument that it was 
animatronic. At this point, because, like, you walked in and it, you weren't high. Well, because because it's very still. Like, it doesn't move. So it's either, like, the cat is super stoned because yeah. he's in this fucking place the whole time. He's got a feather by one of his cats. Yeah, yeah. Dead. <laughs> so Matt Projectors, I don't think the staff had noticed. So there's just, like, vomit dripping down his chin and, like, well, on the they floor. they noticed. And we're like, holy shit. And I'm, like, immediately, like, should we go tell them so we can clean it up for them? And they're like, no, we should just leave. And I'm like, are you sure we shouldn't just say something and offer to clean it up? And, like, Matt and Jay, Matt and, I mean, Jake and Dave's like, no, let's just take him home. And uh, so we just, like, drag him out of this place. He's kind of like, he's Frankenstein at this point. We're walking along. He's a big fellow. We're kind of pushing him. He's making no sense. Uh, can't, like, check his phone, can't do anything. Make out one word. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm walking with Jake being like, what the... And you know, you know that feeling you get... It happens when you drink as well. Like when you get fucking shit faced, but then someone gets even more shit faced and you feel sober as a result. Mm. Like we had that. We were just like, all right, we're back down to zero. Like we just got to get our friend home to the hostel for the night. At this point, the space cake kicks in for old mate Davis. So we've, we're pushing this fucking six foot, 120 kilo man while our wiry, jufroed friend behind us is just like staring at his hands and asking us where he is. So we have to drag him with us as well. And then we get back to our hostel, which I should mention is movie themed. So <laughs> every room in the hostel is themed after a movie. Ours is after the Mike Myers smash hit Austin Powers, oh, which means yeah. that all the walls are purple. And the mural above, directly above Davis's bed is a full-length Mike Myers dresses Austin Powers saying, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, that Aust- is that Mike Myers or is that an animatronic picture? <laughs> I'm not too sure. This so we're like putting Davis to bed who is like literally talking to Mike Myers <laughs> and Matt, my friend Matt, who like we've tried to change, and he, but he's got on these stupid like glow in the dark skeleton gloves that he's become enamored with. But he's also oh, become man, how did you not tell yeah, us what that the fuck? What he's also become really <laughs> is, this, is this a Karate Kid reference or like I don't know what skeleton glow in the dark gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. no other. And skeleton you guys apparel. are like, listen, Matt is a bit cooler than us, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I just hate how he keeps yeah, rubbing never, it in. We <laughs> never said he was. Is he? Wearing like a button-up shirt, like he's not dressed like a goth. Where it would no, no, it's, make it's sense. the middle of winter, so we've got like okay. big jackets and shit on. You're like right. it's gloves for you know warmth. protection. Yeah, warmth is probably a better way of saying it. <laughs> protection <laughs> from dead light. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a lot of stuff with that on that trip, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's looking at. But he's also become like weirdly mean. Like he's covered in vomit. We're putting him to bed, and he's just like Jamie. You're fat. <laughs> no, oh my like, god! Just like thanks, Matt. And oh he's just like, he, he's he, just like he, he get along with your auntie. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> Jake, believe this fat fuck? Jake, you're balding. <laughs> we're just oh, like Jesus Christ. Man. So we put him in bed, and we dude, just, you're wearing skeleton gloves. Yeah. <laughs> we put him to bed, and we like uh, smoke the rest of the weed we have out the window because, like, when we got to the hostel, the guy was like, "Here are the terms and conditions. You know, like no smoking unless you've got a window open. You know, like he was trying mm. to be cool. So we just did that, and then we woke up the next day, and Matt was like, okay. And we're like, thank God, Matt's okay. And Davis had had like this whole odyssey where it spent the whole night like hallucinating Mike Myers and stuff. <laughs> oh, 
We're just like, that's okay. And then so we, we like... I wouldn't do that stone sober if I'm <laughs> yeah, asleep looking at Mike Myers, a poster above my bed. It wasn't... Yeah, I... As soon as we entered that room, there was one bed that was not looking at him and you couldn't see him. I was like, that's my bed. Uh, <laughs> Talk about protection from getting laid. Imagine yeah, a girl bringing yeah. me, hey, take you back to the shag pad. You'll get what I mean in a minute. Well, I stayed in a hostel in Japan once with a girlfriend where like the, the theme was Madonna but it wasn't like painted. It was just like a bunch of clippings from magazines that a guy had cut out and put and laminated on the wall. So like it was a like a serial mo- killer. Yeah, 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 but just then, but well, like a virgin. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so we uh, we take we go out to breakfast and we're like asking how mad it is, like having a laugh and it is face. You know, we're just mm-hmm. like I can't believe you embarrassed us so bad last night. And we're like. Oh well, look, we got three more days in Amsterdam. We'll go out again tonight. Uh, let's. Matt, how about you message your friend Ricky Ricardo and we'll do a rain check, which is when he goes, oh, yeah, I can't. I was like, why can't you? And he's like, Ricky was living in England and he flew over here for one night to party with us. Oh, no. And he had been calling all night when Matt couldn't answer his phone. Fucking hell. So Matt had to call him in the morning and be like, I got too stoned. Do you want to hang out again? And he was like, no, I have to go home. So he'd paid for a flight to Holland to come to Amsterdam to not see any of us hang out by himself and then fly back to England because he had work, like, the next day. Oh, Ricky got stunned. Yeah. But but from that point, whenever whenever Matt was like, I know you guys look up to me, we're like, like Ricky Ricardo? (laughs) 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 Did he, um, did you find out what Ricky did for that night? I think he had a good night, but like that's what Matt told me. So right. could he could have just been sitting. You would have had a better night than pushing Matt up a hill, putting him in bed, and getting abused. Yeah, I mean, by you literally, hey, Ricky Ricardo, you're a loser. Yeah, <laughs> literally could have gone to any bar and had a better time than we did that oh, night. Fucking hell, I mean, I would definitely want to go to Amsterdam. I, I, I do want to tell this Rotterdam Zoo thing though. We got time. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, he's time. Rotterdam Zoo. Two hour episode. So Rotterdam Zoo. I just love this because I just. I, like I said, Drew loves gorillas and uh, and all monkeys. Or you're just a monkey guy. I like monkeys. I like gorillas. Yeah, you're all over any it. of the primates. Chimpanzees. Rotterdam. Rotterdam had the ones with the big red butts. Baboons. Yes, baby, you better believe the redder the better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big red over here. <laughs> Rotterdam Zoo. I th- at some point, 2007 ish, whatever they had a a gorilla silverback or whatever called Bakito. And a uh, big star attraction was Bakito. And uh, 2000, May 18th of May 2007, Bakito jumped over the waterfield ditch of his enclosure <laughs> and it, this violently attacked a woman. Oh, no. <laughs> dragged her oh, around no. for, uh, you know, metres, inflicting fractures and stuff and bit her a hundred times. Holy fuck. He subsequently entered a nearby restaurant. Still like gorillas now. Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He caused a panic among. He entered a nearby restaurant, restaurant. causing panic among visitors. (laughs) He just walks into the restaurant, dragging this woman. Uh, Eventually, (laughs) uh, he was sedated with a tranquilizer gun. But here's the thing: so they everyone had all this sympathy for this woman, right? But then they they found out later the woman who was attacked, Uh she'd been a regular visitor to the Great Apes enclosure, visiting an average of four times per week for a year and a half. She had a habit of touching the glass that separated from the gorillas, making eye contact with Bakito and smiling at him. And basically the, the zoo had told her, look, you need to stop doing that. What? Because it's like... He's going to come out and 
take, try to take yes. it to dinner. And the, the gorillas are likely to interpret like intense eye contact as a challenge or form of aggressive display. But she had basically said, no, I'm going to keep doing that because he smiles back. And when I smile at him, he smiles back and we have a special bond. Oh, my God. So, so basically, idiot was in love with the fucking gorilla. So, yeah. So the expert suggested he was... M- he was. She was like, he's smiling at me. The expert said he was more likely just baring his teeth as a threat. Yeah. So for a year and a half, she was going in four days a week, <laughs> tapping on the glass and smiling, taunting his fucking yeah. gorilla. So uh, he eventually just goes, fuck this shit. Leaps just leaps over, over grabs her, doesn't kill her, just abashes her up a lot. And then, um, <laughs> but, you know, kill, he just, just teaches her. her a lesson. And uh, <laughs> But, but yeah. she, even afterwards, she said... <laughs> teaches her a lesson is... <laughs> I mean, that's a gorilla lesson, yeah. right? Like, it's not... It's you a know, lesson of you know, nature. Write a fucking review for it, you know? Yeah. Like, what's Bikido got to do? So, Bikido, he... Um, but she said afterwards, afterwards, Bikido remains her darling, despite suffering this a broken arm a and a, over a hundred bites. I don't even know if gorillas bit you. I yeah. thought they just... So, uh, yeah, so I just thought that was... And that's gonna, quick biting as well. Yeah, like hundred bites, bites in a couple of seconds. And it actually... Uh, they was a Dutch word of the year in 2017 was Bikido proof, which was uh, the word for a zoo that can contain a <laughs> gorilla of the power of Bikido. <laughs> so it became like... Nobody the, can contain yeah, Bikido. So they're like, this thing over here, like trying to sell a youth, like, this thing's Bikido proof, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Good the Netherlands rules. I know, man. Fuck, I love it. Uh, what do we got? We got 52 minutes, James. Do we want to get into... The, oh, what about... Oh, the, you talked to the first step about the... Um, Theme park. theme park. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about the theme park because it does rule. Like, okay. it's a major theme park in the Netherlands. Like. Yeah, I've got two reviews here. First of all, from Brian Robert Allen. One star. We, Three first names. Yeah, we experienced discrimination in the tiki pool as we were English. Oh, <laughs> come on, Brian. Brian, no one's on board with yeah. this. I have lodged and, a formal and, complaint. And also we, so it was Brian, Robert, <laughs> Brian, Alan. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a shared Robert. Facebook account. Uh, I'd love to mates. know because the tiki pool is like, yeah, I'd love to know how you get discriminated in that kind of like for being park. English. Yeah, because yeah. like, they're asking for fucking like this is in the lagers, most warm lagers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Those are the most international part of fucking Europe, nearly. Like, really, like in terms of like how many English people could come through there. That you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot. It's not like they're real. That the, the park is going to have a policy of fuck the English. It's probably twenty five percent of their clientele. So I I don't understand what this idiot's fucking on about, but. Uh, one star from Brian, comma, Robert, comma, Alan. Uh, and then Amir, one star. This place is just a money-making machine. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking amusement park. What, what do you what think, do you think Disneyland? Yeah, what do you really think it is? Hold on, you're charging me money to ride on that roller coaster. What about my human rights? But, uh, yeah, so Dune, Dune Rail, and it's a big – is it like – it's like one – like it's is it, the, is it nationally a massive thing or just regionally? I would say nationally, I yeah. think. Like it's I think it's nationally the biggest I mean, I'll probably be wrong about this, but I think it is the nationally biggest theme park in home. Like right. it is You don't associate a lot of Europe with theme parks, really. Like well, you're a Disney. Okay, yeah. I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> but that's more like Disney. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You know, but I mean, I'm about huge. to leap over this table like Bikitos. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky's bearing his teeth. Uh, no, nah, well, like, it, it's cool because, like, it's uh, open seasonally. So, like, the theme park theme park is only open, I think, during summer. Because, obviously, like, Holland, not 
the greatest weather, like it rains a lot during winter mm. and stuff. But the Tiki Bard, which is a water park within the theme park, is open all year. And the Tiki Bard is like a full, like, size, like, wet and wild style water park confined in, like, one building. Right. Like, it has Fuck. hectic slides. We talked about it in the first episode. There was one that, like, drags you underwater for an extended amount of time that someone drowned in. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, horrific. But, like, it's also, like, popularized, like, uh, the 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 slides where like you'd go into like a like a cone and you drop out the bottom like yeah. the, those are really cool and like the theme park itself was pretty big and like had uh, you know like roller coasters it was called the frog co- coaster because the frog was the mascot of Downrail. Uh, and it had like one of those like a water flume ride and one of those big spinny fuckers, you know. That <laughs> it's kind of like a pirate ship. It takes <laughs> you upside down, but like at rapid speed. Yeah, I know. The yeah, ones. right. Like so the, the ones that people always vomit on and yes, on it was. There are a few of those kind of things, but there was also some cool. St- there was a shadow room where like you could go and like all the walls were kind of like uh like big white walls and like every ten or so seconds like a camera would click off and whatever pose you would in it would yeah, do the shadow I've so you better that. believe there is a lot of butt fucking it's a universal language that even when you're like nine years old it's like what if i made it look like we're coming on your <laughs> <laughs> you know like well and you only live down the road or something didn't you? yeah so i had like a essentially like a year pass where I could just like you pay a certain amount of money and you go whenever you want. So like if, you know, it's a Saturday and you're like, you want to go do something, it's like we could fucking, you know. Go to the Tiki Bar. Well, yeah, yeah. We could force our parents to drive us like 30 minutes. And James, because he was born in England. He was, <laughs> yeah. He stay away from There's a lot of discrimination bar. when I kept singing football's coming home there. <laughs> but like, you know, you could tell your parents to drive you to a movie, which would be like a 30-minute drive and then pay. Or you, I could walk 10 minutes down the street and go to a theme park. Like That that's does rule. That's pretty cool. Which was pretty good. And then like, I mean. And the thought like in Australia, the theme parks are basically the Gold Coast. And it's on a fucking highway. Nobody's walking there. No. Like, the, the idea that you could walk to a thing. No, this was on my so street, foreign. man. Yeah, that's like, crazy. This was like the address of it is the same street I lived on. <laughs> so <laughs> I was on 139, <laughs> and I think this was like somewhere in the 300s. <laughs> Some guy pulls up a massive roller coaster and knocks on your door. He's like, oh, I got a delivery here for a. Do- oh, hold on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next house over, actually. <laughs> guy just in a frog hat being like, are you English? <laughs> like, <laughs> in the face. But like, I, I mean, a bit further was the beach. So like, you could also go to the beach in Vastanar. Like, Vosna had its own beach, and it's uh, the only reason I didn't go as much. And you'll laugh is because there was a big hill on the walk there. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like. And it. you'll laugh. And I didn't like <laughs> didn't like the big hill very you much. But like at the, the top hill. of the big hill, there was a there was a vendor that served like fries and a cone, which is a very oh, Dutch yeah, specialty covered in shit. mayonnaise. So you're looking up at that yeah. hill and you're like, if I can just get up to the top of that hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember like be, having like a bike because everyone bikes in Holland. And, like it's got some of the safest bike paths in the world. Like mm. they have more rights than car users. Essentially, I remember biking and like throwing tantrums while my parents were like think of the fries <laughs> so even they they knew how to speak to me from a young age <laughs> just and zoom and yeah, pass yeah. think of the fries Jamie Jamie's just got a fishing rod above his but fucking they, bike with fries and chips <laughs> on the end I mean I remember the beaches there being pretty cool like obviously it wouldn't get the same kind of like waves like a Bondi got or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. but like all of the like along the beach there would be like a bunch of like huts erected that would be restaurants essentially mm. And also, like, one of the first times I realized that, like, Dutch people charge you to use public toilets because they just keep, like, bottles full of coins. And one time I found, like, 
I found some coins on the floor earlier. And uh, I then I went to the toilet and a guy took my dollar coin from me that I'd found and I cried. In the <laughs> <laughs> Man, you want to be – that's a – it better be a huge shit if you got to pay a dollar for it. You I was just imagine? piercing. Oh, no. no I literally brutal. put it on the like top of the urinal and the guy came and wordlessly took it from me. And I was like, what is just this? Just fucking oh. wait out to waste length, you know? Oh, yeah. Waste deep in the ocean. But yeah, let it go. I mean, like, in terms of, like, stuff you could do, like, there's a lot. And then, like, Den Haag is pretty easy to get to by car. And then next to Den Haag is Scheveningen, which was, like, the other big beach suburb which had, like, your movie cinema as well, but, like, also, like, a very well-known beach there. And for adults, like, a big Russian bath scene if you want to live out, like, Eastern Promises. Ooh. Which I think we all do. Yeah. 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 Russian bath, so you mean, like, the sauna Well, because I know that because of my my auntie, Ilse, who was like, we'd go to Shades and go to the Russian baths. I was like, fuck, yeah, we do. Like, I was almost going to extend my trip just to do that, but. We need to get her on. I mean, yeah. Oh man, she'd be a blast to have her with Ilsa. Yeah, yeah. she'd um, be a, she'd be a lot of fun. Now we normally ask guests three questions to uh, wrap wrap up proceedings. You mean two questions? Yeah, two questions. Is Drew. it? Oh, fuck hell! <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, Drew's zoned out. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> messaging Hannah, be like, "How long have the veggies got left in the oven?" Uh, no, no, the third. No, yeah, the third question is: I always text the guests afterwards. Are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Two, what first question you is know. three parts. And yeah. so we're going to do morning, afternoon, and night. Yeah. And and I, I mean, guess you got to say... Get Ilsa involved somehow. Yeah. Get Ilsa involved somehow. Well, she lives in Belgium now, so I guess I'd have to te- text her in advance and be like, you want to drive down for a day? Um, yeah, it's interesting. Morning, I thought about this because obviously when you're younger than 13 you leave you don't really care about cafe culture or coffee or any of that bullshit so i i just still think that like vasna doesn't have much of a cafe cult like i know there's one cafe that you go to but there's probably like tons of places now that kind of like we take coffee seriously but in the morning i just say yes have breakfast at home man it's a nice town dutch people are obsessed with fucking eating chocolate sprinkles uh on toast like that's a big yeah what's that called or something it's, right. it's a long it's called, it's called chocolate hazelslag oh, yeah, it, but it's literally sprinkles on toast and it's disgusting i hate sprinkles but uh you'd think that i don't but i do <laughs> <laughs> hey listen i'm, I'm with you man of many sucks. sides you reckon? Yeah. Sprinkles are awful. Sprinkle. I don't Chocolate even know what you're talking about. It's like fairy bread stinks. No, like fairy, I, oh, well, hang on. I'll stop you there. Fairy bread rocks. No, it's bad. Hold uh, on. So you like chocolate, but you don't like it sprinkle form. Correct. But but how could it ruin it for the, you? I agree. Like I'm I'm this on your side. Yeah. The, I think some Spring, of the texture too, of the yeah, it's gritty and crunchy. Yeah, yeah. you don't. You, it's not smooth enough, baby. Oh, man, you guys are anyway, weird. I'd probably go down in the morning. I'd probably go down to the Longstrat, which is the like the shopping, the main shopping drag. It's completely different from when I went. I would in 1999. I would have gone down to the Free Record Shop, which is where you go and buy CDs. They used to one uh, one thing in Holland. I'm not sure if it ever made it here. Was when the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape broke. They yeah, found yeah. a way to we monet- heard about that. Yeah, yeah, but they found a way to monetize it by making it like a shitty video game, and that spent like what? That, that spent a like video game. I spent like weeks at the top of the charts in Holland, like because you know it's like Sanity. You know how Sanity used to have like one, two, three, and it would have all this stuff. They had that for like CDs and video games, and one of them was the Pamela Lee. And Tommy Lee video game where, like, you'd solve rudimentary Tetris-like puzzles 
and then be granted like a 30 second clip of Tommy Lee getting his dick sucked. So you're oh, playing the man. Nintendo 64 grabbing the middle fucking prong. <laughs> like, I guess <laughs> this is Tommy Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have walked down there and then I would have gone to the local books and things and read all the magazines while they asked me if I was going to buy anything. And I said, maybe next time. <laughs> what were you reading? PlayStation magazine? Uh, yeah, PlayStation Power, a great English magazine. <laughs> great you can still How do I defeat Tommy Lee's calm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to level four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd spend my morning there because there's also some like great Dutch chocolate shops you can go to and buy stuff. And if you're there during Christmas, you can get a Dutch, a very great Dutch treat called Oliebollen, which is essentially like a donut, but it's like fried and crisp on the. It's just a ball. It's like a fried crisp dough ball, and it's del- and then covered in powdered sugar. You yeah. can do that in the morning, and then I reckon oh. uh, fucking head down to check the weather. Head down to Downrail or the beach, depending on how you're feeling. I reckon. Because you can spend a day at Downrail pretty easily, going mm-hmm. amongst the theme park, and then get into the water park. Fucking yell at some English cunts. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And water parks are pretty uh, sick. And then at, at night, you could go to my favorite restaurant in Varsanar, which is called Hetschaucha, which is uh, just a place where you get like a big slab of stone on a burner. And they bring out like a bunch of meat and sauce and you grill Cook it yourself. It yourself. Yeah. So it's like Korean barbecue. It's like Korean barbecue, but it's not got like any of the fancy Asian trappings. It's just like this is a fuck off steak. Like, And right. you do it on the stove. There's no flames at yeah, your table, Yeah, it's just right? a big hot stone. I've done that right? in, I think I did it in New Zealand or yeah. something. And it comes with like all the trimmings and it comes with like amazing like sauces and stuff. Yum. And it's brilliant. I went back there in 2020, raved about it to my wife, and she's like, it's just cooking stuff on the stone. But then she came out a convert, so oh, okay. who is right for marrying me? <laughs> <laughs> you me. wanted a stone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, me, that is what I was talking about. i got to yeah. get you. You marry me, i got the biggest stone. <laughs> I, give, I give you the real rock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's very lucky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then you could go to my old house, knock on the door, and be like, Jamie Kirk used to live here. You listen to Community Notice Board? And they'll be like, what the fuck is that? And then <laughs> <laughs> Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> then you could go back and stay in your hotel probably in The Hague or um, in the Amsterdam. prison of The I don't Hague. Know, I don't even know. Oh, no, there is a hotel in Boston. It's called uh, The Byhorst. I'm sure it might still exist, but that's where I stayed when I first moved there. And they do good scrambled egg from what I remember. <laughs> there we go. And good scrambled <laughs> eggs from what a man remembers from 15 years ago. Well, that, yeah, it would have been when I moved as well. So it would have been the absolute youngest point. I wouldn't have stayed there for any other reason. But do you reckon, like, because Netherlands so small, if you go to, like, The Hague or whatever, you can just piss up to fucking Amsterdam. Like, it's all, I mean, not small, but that area. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Oh, and I'll give a special shout-out to a place in The Hague, the Fiddler and Firkin, which is an Irish bar that plays Premier League games. Sick. Nice. Yeah. I love so it. I spent a lot bar. of time there. Dragged Amy there as well on my honeymoon. Had her watch me watch Liverpool while eating an English breakfast at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, and she yeah. enjoyed that? Yeah. Uh, Probably less than the Stone Girl place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. Well, what's the last question? Come well, on, Drew. You're question. on. You're on. You're on. And I don't think I again. might suspect the answer to this, but uh, community notice board. We're rocketing to the top of the Australian stand-up comedy podcast oh, chart. No Are we more popular than Big Natural Talents? <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. No, but we have we're, mul- right <laughs> we're right behind us. <laughs> uh, we have multiple of our fans playing yeah. futsal with us. <laughs> <laughs> Did Conchetta mention us in our story? <laughs> uh, your comedy career is... Over. Over. <laughs> it's done. You're, you're, and you're than ever. really happy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Uh, you've reached the heights of everything you want to achieve. I'm at the golden barley. When all said and done, would you move back to Varsana? I think about it every day. 
and I will end up there. Wow. Oh, wow, that's a real stab in the fucking guts. Yeah. Oh, we've, we know how well it works on Zoom now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for that. You know, Jamie's going to end up there in the apparent dead room or not. I feel like that's going to be... You're gonna fucking, I, got, I got Amy scrolling for yeah. jobs there every day. You know? Wow, he's Jesus going back. Christ. And I can be a beautiful kept boy and in Vasana. Yeah, well, what's the... The property prices of those McQueen mansions that yeah. you are in Vasana these days. Would you believe it's much cheaper than Sydney? Really? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. We'll, oh, well. we'll switch to a full-time Zoom pod and then anyone listening will have to go in the apparent dead room. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, certainly not chuckling. <laughs> all right, well. Think of all the Dutch comedians we could get. Ooh. Yeah. Van Is Dutch comedians? I don't actually know. The guy who did <laughs> the fuck the Macarena song. Yeah. Like a guy who farts on cue. That's yeah. I do actually, know that's that pretty funny. <laughs> he'd be on the, Amst- be on the project. Amsterdam has a fairly active improv scene because UCB has some like sister city link there where they send like their performers down there to perform for like a year as part of a course. So like, oh, wow. so, like Lucky I think like, Amsterdam. well, I think like a lot of famous people have spent like a year performing. Yeah. We're bad the second improv tier improv. <laughs> Wow! All, all right. right, we're gonna wrap it gonna up wrap and head up. to the barley. So pleasure. if you're listening, come down to the barley and yeah. have a beer. Jake, come have a beer with us. <laughs> come on, brother. <laughs> but yeah, listen and review and everything that we normally ask you to fucking do. Subscribe um, on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, we, we got a nice review today. That that was very. We did nice. from Bonnie eighty seven. Yes, thank, thank you very you much, Bonnie. Bonnie. If you ever see us put up a call about wanting needing numbers for foot salt, please we're come down. We're actually serious. We do. We do. We do need it, and we are not bad. It's I getting reckon. good. It's pretty fun. It's hectic. Yeah. My hip feels like it's going to explode. Yeah, my legs now. my legs getting better. I reckon Monday I'm going to be missing shots like old times. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. That was a fun one. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Gotcha.